Every strike of the clock's second hand resounded in my chest. I tried to ignore it, but its presence was taunting me. Who are you kidding? Where is this colorful internal life that keeps you so thoroughly entertained? Did it just get up and go? Where did it go? It was just me, that clock, and my complete disappointment. I'm Pamela Portnoy. I'm Alexa Marie Anderson. And no one's okay. <laughs> time and went dun, 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 dun. Okay. <laughs> we ruined it now but we're definitely in um oh my we were just having a deep conversation about virtual reality and we're mm. in it now we're thoroughly it's all i can think about we found we each other it. in this in this dimension yes Alexa. that's exciting <laughs> oh my god all right what do we do we did an exercise mm-hmm. where we went two hours <laughs> we didn't we did an exercise where we went two hours That's what without she tech. said. <laughs> without tech. Without tech. Yes. It was it was interesting. I was avoiding this exercise for a really long time, actually. <laughs> We're like, we should do an exercise that kind of gets us back to neutral. And you got it done within the week. I Yeah, I got it done, but I feel like I didn't do it correctly. Well, not that I didn't do it correctly. I just didn't allow myself... I kept distracting myself with things that weren't tech. So I did the exercise, but I was in my room and there's a lot of stuff. I have a lot of things on the walls, like like shelves and like little like perfume bottles and stuff like that. And and I just, I don't know. I just kept distracting myself with things. I was like opening candles and smelling stuff. I was spraying perfumes on myself at one point that I'd never smelled before. Your room is very entertaining for stuff like that, though. <laughs> Honestly, like your her, Alexa's room is like... A 1950s, like, movie star dressing room bedroom. It's, like, pink and feminine, and, like, it has all this, like, like perfumes and, like, just, like, really cool, like, photos and, like, really fun things to look at. So, like, I'd be Thanks. entertained in your Thank room, you. too. Yeah, I don't know. I just kept trying to distract myself. I don't think I really wanted to sit there with my own thoughts. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. Dun, I just dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I wasn't... I don't know. I kept trying to distract myself from just sitting with my own thoughts. So that's interesting. That's what I found out. But you got the exercise done. I did it. I, I mean, I did it. I just feel like I kept, like, I really wasn't sitting there and just, like, being. Like, I wasn't. <laughs> it's just out of control. <laughs> I wasn't being present in the moment. I, like, used other. I mean, I read a book and I journaled a little bit. I don't know. I just kept look. I was like just trying to keep myself entertained without tech, I guess. Yeah. I was putting this off for weeks. I got this done like I think two or three weeks after Alexa. Yeah. Hers. I was like, Pam, did you do it? Did you do your boredom exercise yet? She's checking in on me like my mom. <laughs> I was like curious. I was like, I wonder how it went What are you her. doing today? Oh, you know, I have work. I have this and that. And so you have a free evening. You should do your boredom exercise. <laughs> I'm so awful. <laughs> It was needed, honestly. I was avoiding it at all costs. I knew that it would be tricky, even though I really felt in my bones that I 
I think I knew I would just be disappointed in myself because I like to think that I can keep myself completely entertained with my own, you know, brain, my own thoughts, my own internal life. But because I also noticed that my dependence on my phone and computer and my television like has dramatically increased over the last couple of years. And so I think I knew that I would fail (laughs) at this or like just really deeply struggle at this. Uh, So I totally put it off. Um, But it was really kind of valuable, I think, at the end of the day to do it. I was, um, I taped myself. Oh, yeah, we both, we both taped. We both taped ourselves to kind of just see, like. I never watched mine. I did. I watched, like, clips from it. Because it's long. It's two hours. Yeah. I think I watched up until the point where I, like, dropped the candle wax on me. Dead. And then I had to, I left my room and I did talk to my roommate for a cheater, little bit. Cheater, cheater. I know, because I needed to clean it and I didn't want it to stay. I don't know. It's all right. It's okay. It's all right. There's no wrong way yeah. to do the stuff that we're exploring. This is true. This is true. After I like take myself, I like sat down on my couch and I felt just really antsy after I put my phone away. And I was wondering, I'm like, am I just feeling like so twitchy and like antsy because I've just been exposed to like all this blue light from my screens that I just like have all this energy? Probably. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know the science behind it, but probably because it took me about a good 15 minutes to just calm down. I would agree with that. I started out just like sitting with nothing and I think I changed positions like five times. Just so twitchy. Yeah, like I just I was like laying upside down. I was like <laughs> what? I don't know why. I just kept changing like different positions <laughs> on my bed. I was like I don't know how to like be comfortable right now. Like I was very yeah. It was the same thing. I was like looking out my window and I was shifting. I was like changing legs and like it was just completely bizarre. Like I had all this pent up energy. But then something kind of cool happened is, like, you relax into it. Maybe it's because you, like, detox from, like, (laughs) the blue light for one second. And then, you know, you just start to think. And you you could see on the video, like, I start to kind of chill. And, like, I move less. But then I grab my book. (laughs) Which we allowed. We allowed books and a piece of paper and pen. Which I think is fair. Yeah, the, I think when I was reading, that was the most calm I was. Yeah. Just relaxed, yeah. I would agree. What did you read? Um, Daring Greatly. You know, I have that one. That's a story of my life. I have that book, but I haven't read it. That's like... <laughs> you need like... to read it. I haven't finished it, but I definitely... I've, I've been reading it slowly but surely. That's Pam in a nutshell. I have the book, but I haven't read it yet. <laughs> it's like, I love book shopping more than I love clothes shopping do you hear my throat it's out of control but I love, I love uh, book shopping way more so I have that book and I will get to it you should read it it's very it's a really good book it's it, it teaches you a lot of stuff and opens your mind to things it's good I'm gonna check it out for sure I was reading um, J.D. Palmer's yeah. The Monster which is the second installation of his trilogy shout out to Jackson Palmer yeah. he's a good friend of mine his trilogy is pretty fucking spectacular heavy dark but really good read i need to read that i think i would i think i would really like it i think you would it's adventure it's all the things it's all the things um beautiful writing but um yeah i reached for that i read that for a while and then i started journaling like a madman i'm just just like all over the page um, 
why everything that's coming out of my mouth is like that's what she said right now. I, I'm okay. like on a whole different plane of thought right now. <laughs> why don't you talk right now? Okay. <laughs> Speaking of journaling, I think I, I should probably do that more. I, I did it a little bit when I did the boredom exercise. Um, and I've done it. I've done it a couple other times in my life. Like I think when I was living on the East Coast, I used to journal more because I would take rides on the Megabus up to New York. The Megabus? Yeah. That's what it's called? Oh, yeah. I forget people don't know. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about. It's a double-decker bus. They go to, they go other places, too, I think, like, from Pittsburgh to Chicago and Washington, D.C., but um, New York City is a place that it goes, and you get on the Megabus, and I would take the overnight one a lot, because it was easiest with, like, work and stuff. Nice. And I would journal a lot on my way up on the Megabus, and that was really peaceful and meditative i should probably start doing that again it was good i would really like to be a regular like journaler but i notice that the only times i really journal it's like in big transition periods or when i'm really really upset and just like to get something out on paper mm-hmm. but i feel like if you do it regularly i feel like it would have like some really beneficial like therapeutic effects oh absolutely like venting like i probably should just grab a journal instead of calling people up i really don't think you should i think you should still call me up and and yell it's always into the it's abyss. always good i'm sure you my parents they just love it they're like here she goes again she's unraveling she's unraveling what do we do no i i always love listening to you vent but i i think it's so beneficial i don't yeah, know i don't very... even remember what i was journaling i can't remember you know what's funny i can't remember what i was journaling about either but i was like just with a fury just going at it and um and then I finally put that down and I kept looking at the clock after that yeah I did a really good job of not looking at the clock um for the first like hour hour and a half maybe not my phone clock my wall clock I okay so I did look at my phone clock what I had to you didn't tell me you touched your phone I had to it was filming and I just touched it and saw the time and walked away from it you failed I did not fail I didn't do anything else I just looked at the time I don't have a clock in my room so I actually I think I do have a clock on my wall somewhere but it needs batteries this was a no tech exercise you broke rule number one all right anyways I once I checked once that's when it got tricky because then I like kept wanting to check like it was yeah I couldn't help it and then the closer to the time of me being done I like was getting very like frustrated i was like okay like, let's just end this now like i was yeah i noticed i get i started getting antsier and just more i started getting mad and like annoyed yeah i was just like over it like which is really funny because i i told everyone that i was going to do this exercise i don't know why i was like i probably told more people that i was doing the boredom exercise than i told we were going skydiving that's weird. Spoiler alert. I don't know what order we're going to release these in, but we went skydiving. But yeah, no, I told more people about the boredom exercise than about the skydiving. And I was like, I don't know. Do I need moral support for sitting without my phone for two hours? This is pathetic and a half. I don't think I told anyone about the boredom exercise. I just like wanted to get it done. I was like, we have to do this and I'm going to do it. And that's going to be it. Like, just get I was through it. dreading it. But um, someone told me that it's interesting that we're doing this because boredom is the last stronghold of rage, which I totally saw that towards the end of yeah. our exercise. I was just getting like annoyed. I'm like, why has only 15 minutes gone by? Why, 
like why I I feel because we set our alarms right for like two hours. Yeah. Or, yeah. So I was like, why isn't this alarm going off? Am I just gonna sit here forever? Like I was just completely. Yeah. I was like, I have stuff to do. Like I could be doing. Like I like actually that is a like a thought I kept having. I was like, I could be doing things right now. I could be getting things done, which is actually very interesting now that I'm thinking about that because I feel like that has a lot to do with like our culture too. It's like yeah. go 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 all the time. You just need to feel like you're doing yeah. something productive. Yes. But the funny thing is, I feel like this was probably more productive than a lot of the other things that we do because we were like. I was taking a minute for myself. Yeah. Just putting the engines back to neutral. Neutral. Finding neutral. Yeah, that's super important. And I don't ever do it. Ever. <laughs> ever. Ever, ever. And it's, and you know. I don't meditate. I, I would love to be someone that meditates, honestly. We, I, we, I used to, in one of my dance classes in college, we used to meditate at the beginning of every class. And I remember thinking it was so stupid. <laughs> I was like, why are we lying on the ground breathing? Like, I'm over, like, why? We do, in my acting class, we do a, uh, a breathing exercise at the beginning of yeah. every class. And I always like it. Sometimes I'm a little resistant towards it. But everyone usually lies on the floor, but lately I've been, like, sitting. And I think I use, like, I, excuse me, I'm shifting, you guys. I'm just shifting. Um, Usually, I think I convince myself to sit because I know that when you're in an audition waiting room, I'm not going to just lie in the floor in front of all the other actors. (laughs) Everyone's going to be like, what the fuck is she doing lying (laughs) on the floor doing her breathing exercises? Like, look at that weirdo. What does she practice? (laughs) I want to practice it, like, sitting in my chair, like, like, not you know, drawing any attention to myself and kind of... No, that's smart. But I, I do enjoy a good breathing exercise, but I do find that my mind wanders away from, like, what we're focusing on. And I'm like, I'm just going to think about what I want to think about right now. I've noticed that for myself, this isn't, like, your typical meditating, like, lying on the floor, doing nothing. But what I find super meditative is cooking. I think I've told you this before. She's a great cook, you guys. I love to cook. And so my thing, and I think this is really helped. This actually, I think I started doing this, and this has helped me get back to neutral, um, is listening to jazz music and making risotto. And most people, I'm sure, don't just make risotto. So the risotto takes, she makes is out of control. It takes a really, it kind of takes a long time, and a lot of a part, a lot of making it is stirring it. Mm-hmm. And something about just, like, sitting there with, like, a glass of wine and, like, the jazz music and just stirring the risotto is, like, super therapeutic for me. Yeah. That sounds totally insane, but, like, that is, like, totally my, like, time to, like, decompress. I totally get that. Yeah. I'm kind of jealous because I can't cook for shit. You can. We just need to We need to get you the tools to do so. <laughs> I the <tried>. abilities. <laughs> I, no, no, no. Not oh, even the, the abilities. I mean, tools. yeah, because I actually tried to cook risotto at Pam's. <laughs> apartment once and lo and behold she doesn't even have a cutting board so okay I am sorry I was like what do I do here you improvised beautifully I I tried I tried no it was fine you have you've got other amazing skills thank you for reaching for that compliment so easily I did not I did not not everyone has to cook that's amazing but back to talking about neutral Mm. It's important to be able to find your neutral so that you can, I mean, especially in acting, obviously, Mm -hmm. you need to be able to find your neutral so that you can take on a character. Yeah. How do you know what 
is going to make someone else tick if you don't know what makes you tick. Exactly. I love that. I love when you say that. I think that's like the, <laughs> my best. That's my favorite Pam quote. And it, I, I definitely like stole that a little bit too. Like I think I've told people that. I'm like, you can, you can do you know totally what? borrow it. <laughs> you know what? You know what? How Let do me you tell do- you something. <laughs> I need to start giving you credit though. <laughs> no, you don't. You can absolutely have that. Thanks. Listen, everyone can have that one. I think it's so true because if you're like all over the place and you're like, I don't know who I am or what I'm doing or which, you know, I think is normal for like, every, it's like the human condition, like mm-hmm. when you're growing and all that stuff. Like, but I think it's important to try to find neutral as much as possible and like understand yourself as much as possible. And keep in mind, like, I don't know jack shit about this. Like I am in process just like everyone yeah, else. Everyone's <laughs> learning and growing, but practicing this and being self-aware, just being self-aware and totally it helps you be a better actor a better listener because we were just talking about this the the whole tech thing having the screen right in front of our face at all times kind of takes away from paying attention to what's going on right in front of you in like the physical world yeah and then what's the first thing they teach you when you act listening listening so if you're you know used to the distraction of your phone and you're not listening to people on the day-to-day like how are you going to put your full attention on your partner? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, listening is is huge. I mean, not even just in acting, just in, in every day. I mean, you see people walking down the street on their phones, not paying attention to anything that's happening around them. Pet peeves, like dinner, like going to dinner or drinks with someone, and they're, mm-hmm. like, on their phone the whole time. Like, I understand, like, checking, like, an important email or whatever. How are you, supposed to, connect? Whatever, How are you like... supposed to connect with someone? It's impossible. It's completely impossible. And... This whole technology thing is teaching us to be terrible, terrible listeners. Yeah. A lot of times people, I mean, have you ever gone out with someone and, like, they're on their phone while you're talking and then, like, basically they're just waiting for their turn to talk? Yes. It's a lot of, like, people just, like, sitting there waiting for their turn to talk about themselves. Honestly. (laughs) Actually. They're not even listening to what you're saying. Listen, I'm guilty of this, too. I went to... We all um, do it. Yeah. I went to um, a... I went to Montana to go visit some friends, and we were going on a a float trip. We were going to go rafting, which was amazing. We went for, like, five hours on the river, and we brought sandwiches. We brought drinks. It was, like, amazing. But I made the choice to leave my phone in the car because what am I going to do with my phone on the river? Right. No, that's such a smart choice, actually. But I remember for, like, 20 minutes after I left it in the car, I was like, oh, my God, what if I got a call? What if I get an email that I need to answer, like, right away? What am I going to (laughs) do? And I was legitimately anxious and, like, debating whether to turn back for a good 20 minutes. And then after that, I kind of forgot about it because I started to pay attention to, like, you know, getting the boat in the water and, you know, suiting up. And I totally forgot about the phone. And guess what? I did get some texts and emails, but, like, everything ended up being okay. Yeah. Nothing. It was a Saturday Right. It was going to be all right. And it's important to take time away from it. Like it's quality time with these people honest, and like yes. that's yes, way exactly. Better. Honestly, there's been a few times where like I've left my phone behind for for things and at first I get a little bit like anxious like you have the urge to like reach for it or and you don't have it, but honestly, I look back on those experiences where I didn't have my phone at all and I remember them so much more vividly. Because I was, 100%. I was so present in the moment. And a lot of times those moments where I didn't have my phone with me are like my best memories. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. 
speaking <laughs> speaking of the urge to to grab your phone, <laughs> I will mention that I don't know if anyone out there has the same problem. <laughs> but sometimes I will actually feel like if I have my phone on me or my pocket, I will feel my phone vibrate. And I go to look and there's nothing there. I swear to you, I've never had the sensation of, you know, thinking that my phone vibrated. But I have had, which I don't know if this is worse. And I realized this the other day. I don't know if this is worse, Alexa, but I could. I have a very distinct ringtone. Yeah, I have the do. Harry Potter song. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> One of the Harry Potter songs. I think it's from the Yule Ball. Sorry. Okay. The uh, sorry. Okay, let's be that. honest. Don't sorry, be sorry, not sorry. Yeah, don't apologize. I'm a big Harry Potter fan. But um, I would. I can hear that ringtone sometimes. And I didn't get a call. It's it's a, it's a, I'm sure that's a thing. I mean, I actually looked it up because I was like, am I crazy? Like, I legitimately feel the vibration. And I looked it up and it's actually a like, psychological disorder that like a percentage of people have. Or a parallel universe. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. See, I'm getting a call at a maybe different I dimension. Wa- maybe I was. <laughs> maybe I'm not crazy after all. Oh my God. But I think... These kind of exercises are teaching us to be better humans. Acting yeah. kind of teaches you to be a better acting, human. Yeah, I feel like acting has definitely made me a a well-rounded person, for sure. Getting back to, Z, which honestly is so contradictory to like what a lot of people think actors are, like the stereotypes yeah. of what actors are, which like drives me bananas. Like every time I tell someone that I'm an actress, they oh, you roll get the eye roll. Eyes. I know. Every time, every time. I, I hate I hate I hate it because people like I was just chatting um with someone the other day and you know they ask you like, oh, where are you from? Like blah 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 and, it, and they're like, oh why'd you move here? And I'm like acting and they always look at me like I have five heads and I'm like great. <laughs> Wonderful. I've seen it in dating. I've seen oh, it just yeah. like meeting people, meeting people older than me. It's like we have a bad rep and it makes me sad. But honestly, if you're really pursuing it seriously, you are becoming better. Well, because it's working on yourself. Person. It's working on yourself. At least in my experience and the people that I surround yeah. myself with and, and, you know, who are trying to be actors. Absolutely. I mean, if you're if you're an actor, you're constantly working on yourself and trying to better yourself by better you know and therefore betters your work i get that sometimes like it can be a selfish endeavor because it's like riddled with like so much rejection i know but at the end of the day we're just trying to be better so that we can a do better work but also like lead better lives yeah at least i i'm gonna speak for myself yeah i agree with that i mean we can't speak for everyone but yeah guys (laughs) Get it together out there. Get it together. <laughs> we don't want a bad rap. So I'm definitely going to do this more often. I don't know about you. I, I definitely need to do it. I've started, I haven't. I actually, it's it's interesting. I, I thought that I hadn't been doing it, but I actually did start just like lying on my floor. I'm listening to music. I listen to jazz music a lot. That's super therapeutic for me. I, I love jazz. I listen to um, a lot of Frank. I listen to a lot of Frank, Ella Fitzgerald. I my God. I, I just love it. But anyways, I've started like kind of just like lying on my floor recently and just listening to music um for a good like 20, 25 minutes just before bed. And that honestly has really helped. I didn't really think of it as meditating, to be honest with you. Honestly, it just felt like a need. I was like, I need to just lie on the floor and listen to jazz. I didn't really think too much into it. I was like, I need this now, so I'm going to do it. That's um, But now that I'm thinking back on it through this conversation, I'm like, oh, that's like my way of, of like meditating kind of. You know, it's funny. I realized that I um, I dim the lights, I turn on some candles, and I like dance around a little bit. Like a little, oh, 
I'm not going to say like lame, obviously. I'm not going to judge it. But like, it really makes me feel better. No, it's not lame. You're talking to the girl that like puts know, on you, full blown you... musicals in her room, okay? <laughs> full tech. Full tech full and lights. I'm like, gosh, like the performances I've had in my bedroom. <laughs> oh, wait, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about these performances. We're done here. We're done here. I'm done. Must be nice. Oh my god, <laughs> not what I meant. Not what I meant at all. Nope, nope, nope. But yeah. So, what are some of your favorite performances of boredom? Which I oh. just think it's a hilarious question. It was actually. It took me a while to think of something. It took me a while to think of it too. But then I thought back to a very funny scene that I really like um, from <laughs> Sex in the City Two. Ooh. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a Sex on the City fan. I'll you got it. me into that show. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. Um, Kim Cattrall as Samantha. There is a part in... Is it... Sec- Wait, now I'm like second-guessing myself. I'm like, is it the second one or the first one? Anyway, it doesn't... I mean, one of them. I'm pretty sure it's the... No, maybe it is the first. I lied. One of the cities of sex. Doesn't matter. Anyways, she is... She's um, living in L.A., actually, with her boyfriend and he's working and she it's valentine's day and she makes homemade sushi for him and she lays <laughs> i just think it's so funny she lays it on her naked body and waits for him on this table and he like never comes home and she's like lying there and he like leaves a message for her on the like voicemail and is like hey gonna be late and she's like lying there just like losing her shit because she's covered in sushi and like hours and hours go by and she finally like ends up like getting up and like showering eating it i think she did eat a piece i think she did eat a piece but like she's it's it goes back to saying that like um, boredom is the last stronghold of rage. rage. Yeah, because when he gets home, he doesn't <laughs> think it's like a big deal at all. He's like, "Sorry, I, I let you know. I called and blah blah blah." And she like grabs a sushi roll and throws it at his head. Oh my god! Because <laughs> she's just like totally lost it that she was like waiting around. I wonder him. what she was thinking in that moment. Did they have any like voiceover of that moment? I should probably watch I it. think it was I think there was voiceover of that moment because a lot of times um Sarah Jessica Parker's character Carrie she yeah, does voiceovers yeah, she throughout does. the thing and I think there was a little bit of voiceover of her during it. But yeah, it was just so fun and I could relate. I hate waiting for people when they say they're going to be home at a certain time drives me oh my god crazy I, or they're going to totally be or they're going to be there at a certain time like oh yeah, I'll be there at 8 and then it's like 9:30 and you're like Ugh. I'm not going to lie. I'm probably like um, on the other side of that, like no equation, I'm probably the one keeping people waiting at times. I'm really trying better at being no, no, punctual. no. You are you really are not trying that more. bad, and I I can be late to my myself. But it's like when people have like no qualms about it, like they just show up when they want to show up. Well, it's also like when you try to surprise someone, like ultimately, like yeah. it very rarely works. Oh yeah. It very rarely well, it's like, in my experience. And that's why I love that scene because she was so excited and it, the boredom of it just totally kills her vibe. And then she gets angry. <laughs> like, it's the whole spectrum. I'm not lying here with, like, sexy sushi. I'm just lying here with, like, rice in my crevices. <laughs> yeah, she was like, oh, yeah, that's one of the lines. She's like, I've had wasabi where one should never have wasabi. Oh, my God. It is literally, I mean, I just think it's so funny and, like, so relatable. I'm like, girl, yeah. Hey, waiting for people. That's amazing. I need to watch that scene. You do. It's good. It's pretty good. What's yours? 
I was getting a little bit, um, like, I was going a different, I was veering a different path with my answers. Oh. I, was, I thought about about She's time, good. because oh. the men in that movie have just a lot of time on their hands because they figured out, spoiler alert, time travel. <laughs> and um, one of the characters just reads a lot in his spare time, and I just feel like he is the epitome of, like, back to neutral. Like, he's totally content with it. Like, he's not, yeah. Yeah, he knows how to pass the, not endless, but the great amount of time that he has on his hands. Yeah. Like, he spends time with his family, like, plays table tennis. He reads a ton. And I just thought that was beautiful. And that kind of reminded me of the exercise that we were trying to do, what we were really trying to accomplish. And then I thought about Fight Club. <laughs> And I, particularly as it relates to boredom being the last stronghold of rage. Because as I saw it a long time ago, but as far as I remember, like the people in Fight Club, they are dealing with like a lot of like loneliness and like the data, their own like day to day lives and their struggles with what they deal with every day. And taking the rage of that. I don't want to say mediocrity, but boredom. Yeah. The monotony of their day-to-day out by, like, punching each other's faces. And, you know, it was interesting because I actually looked up that movie recently, and apparently people were starting fight clubs because they were bored. Like, in real life. I didn't know this. That's fascinating. I didn't know this. Maybe I'm just naive. No, I didn't know I'm sure fight clubs, like, exist, obviously. Yeah, and I didn't. Boredom? and rage are very closely connected. And you don't really, I wouldn't have thought, like I didn't, it's not something I, you know, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, what? But like now that we did the exercise and like thinking about it. I was so irritated. I was very irritated. If someone were to like walk into my apartment and be like, let's go punch something, I'd be like, yes, let's go. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Alexa, Mm -hmm. are you okay? Yeah. I'm all, I'm all right. Are you? I'm all right. You know, making well, it. She's through. breaking the rules. Am I though? She's still over this. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Probably because I'm not okay. So every time someone asks me, I'm like, must I answer? No, you don't have to. Yeah. Meh. 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 Not okay. But you know what? Someday I will be. So that's exciting. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. I think it's going to be way sooner than you think it is. We'll see. It's going to be all right. Yes, it will be. I know that. I'm being dramatic. Alexa's, um, one of her favorite pastimes is um, being dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, what are you going to do? At least I own it. I'm not one of those people like, I'm not dramatic. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I am. I was watching Deal When Harry it. Met Sally on the Plane this weekend. I love that movie. It's really funny. And he was talking about, he's like, there are two kinds of women, high maintenance and low maintenance. And she's like, what, come I, what kind am I? And he's like, you're the worst kind. You're high maintenance, but you think you're low maintenance. Wait, you want to hear something <laughs> so funny? Because you brought this up. Uh, my brother, uh, he's five years younger than me. He, um, he, I don't need to go into details, but he was dating this girl in high school and we were like joking with him one day we were like we're like is she is she high maintenance like what's going on there like I don't know we were just joking around he was like no she's not high maintenance and we're like okay he's like she's medium maintenance and I was like what does that mean I was like I relate to that 
<laughs> I think I'll take that. Medium maintenance. Just right in the middle. Listen, I, th- I believe that everyone has her moments. Oh, Every yeah. Every human has their moments. We Absolutely. just have that phrase associated with us for some stupid uh, reason. Yeah, I think everything is... We're ca- everyone's capable of being... I've seen some high-maintenance men in my life. Oh. Everyone can, can be high-maintenance. That's for another episode. <laughs> that's just... We'll just... Alexa starts taking notes vigorously. Oh. <laughs> I mean, right down the ways. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, it's bad. It's, it's terrible that women just get that rap because that is not gender-specific. Everyone can be... Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was... It depends. Yeah. I just thought it was funny that he said medium maintenance. I just never even, like, thought about it. I really badly want to ask how. Oh, no. It's not. They're not together anymore, so we probably shouldn't go into that. Oh, my God. All right. Are you going to ask me if I'm okay? Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) So high maintenance. Here I am, just (laughs) sipping my rosé, like, we're done. Okay. Okay. Pamela, are you okay? Mmm. I am a little less than okay, but like I'm, I'm happy. I'm like, I'm like doing it. I'm good. Yeah. I okay. I'm inspired. So Ooh. I'm not okay. I'm inspired. Two of my friends are putting up a play, and it opens this weekend. I'm very excited. Shout out to Drew and James. Yay. They're putting up. Um, on an average day by John Colvinback. I'm so fucking excited. It's going to be really good. I've I seen them see do, it. like, a scene or two here sporadically, and they're in it, like, hardcore in it. And um, my friend Anna's producing it, and they they have a great director, and they're just, like, putting it up for the next month at the Complex in Hollywood. And it's – the performances are going to be spectacular. I'm very, very excited. I'm excited. I'm going to go. You are going to go? Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Yeah. So I'm inspired. I'm not okay. I'm inspired. That's good. Did you just wink at me? I did. <laughs> they can't see that. <laughs> that was weird. I was like, this feels right. Very good. Thanks so much for listening. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all the things. If for some reason you want to see more of us, you can follow us on Instagram at no one's okay. And a special thanks to Jordan Ross Weinhold, Sean Moore, Jason Crow. Claire Palmer, Jackson Palmer, Tiffany Hamoff, Shane Rings, James Liddell, and our podcast is recorded at Soundworks Studios. We can't wait to meet you! We hope the boredom boardcast podcast isn't boring. This is our boardcast today. Welcome to our boardcast. We need to get it together. It's fine. My Pinot Grigio is working. Yeah.